Welcome to Leaders Labyrinth. I am your host, Michael Grant. We take you on a journey with resilient individuals who share how they have achieved the extraordinary. This show is designed to empower you to take the lead in your life's quest through the wisdom of our leaders, inflicting truth, possibility, and fueling your hearts with passion of what sets your souls on fire to becoming your best version of self. This is episode one, part two with Melissa Ricci called 20 Degrees Deeper Into the Labyrinth. If you did not get a chance to listen to part one, I encourage you to dive into it first as it was a powerful interview. Today's episode is a continuation with Melissa Ricci. This is where I ask our leader 20 questions designed to get to know her more intimately on a mental and spiritual level. Now, let's go 20 degrees deeper into the labyrinth with Melissa Ricci. We would like to thank our sponsor, One Education, One World, a Section 501c3 certified nonprofit on a mission to bring quality education to children in the rural parts of the world that do not have access to schools. OEOW gives these children quality education by providing them with an educational space, curriculum, supplies, qualified teachers and leadership in underserved communities. The focus is to inspire hearts and minds of all children while fostering their social, psychological, and spiritual well-being. If you'd like to learn more on how to support OEOW and bring quality education to underprivileged children, please visit www.oneeducationoneworld.org forward slash donations. Help us make a positive change in our world and our children's lives. Education is the right of every child, even a child far away, living in dire conditions in far-to-reach places. We would like to thank our sponsor, Imagine Collective, your premier experience agency, leading California's central and southern regions in event planning and management, digital and experiential marketing, brand partnerships, and more serving all coastal and inland communities from Monterey County down to San Diego County in the great golden state. One of my favorite things about Imagine Collective is they donate a portion of their proceeds to a trusted charity of your choosing for each service they provide. Contact them today at 323-207-9572 and visit their website for more information at the Imagine Collective Com. Mention Leaders Labyrinth and enjoy 20% off your first service. Imagine Collective. Let's collectively imagine how to make our world a better place through the everyday work we do together. We would like to thank our sponsor, Malibu Audubon, a car collective known for its unique events in Southern California hosting epic and beautiful scenic group drives in Malibu and producing concerts in LA. But there's a lot more to it than just these events. Beyond its popular line of apparel, Malibu Audubon is well known as a curator for some of today's biggest music videos, TV shows, and other productions, sourcing and handling rare special vehicles for all types of projects. 
You can learn more and join Malibu Audubon at MalibuAudubon.com or simply visit at Malibu Audubon on Instagram. All right, this is the part of the show where we take our leader, Melissa, 20 degrees deeper into the labyrinth where I designed 20 meaningful questions to get to know you even more in a fun and uh, uh, intimate way. So question number one, are you ready? I am. How do you start your day and do you have any non-negotiables or morning routines? I wake up, meditate for 10 minutes minimum, uh, go and make myself a coffee, uh, go to bed with it, journal, for two minutes so i do the five minute journal uh it's very fast it's a gratitude journal i think it's very important and uh work out get ready and work out yeah that, so that those are like my, that's how i, I start my day morning i, I love it i love it mm -hmm. what is your favorite quality about yourself uh i believe it's I think resilience. I think I've been through a lot, and I uh, sometimes I did surprise myself, you know. Uh, yeah. That I'm still standing and looking at the world with compassionate mm. eyes. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, can t I can take a lot and still and still keep going, you know. So, I mean, we talked about that earlier. So resilience. Awesome. Mm -hmm. What characteristic do you value in other people? Authenticity, for sure. No question about it. 100%. Mm. If you could travel back in time to any era, what time period would you want to live in? Hmm. <laughs> well, that's Why are a, you laughing? That's a hard one because... Um, yeah. What... <laughs> I was actually having that conversation uh, recently where... You always imagine the past or those time being more glamorous than they are. So, right. you yeah, know what I mean? Glamorize the past. Yeah, we glamorize the past. It's actually kind of messed up, wasn't it's it? It's pretty yeah. messed up. We didn't have soap and showers, and <laughs> the world was a lot more violent. So, I'd say, I mean. What's the first time period that comes to your mind? 50s. The 50s? Amer yeah, the, 50s. the American 50s? Yes. Got it. So, like doo wop and uh, rock and roll and shakes yeah. and burgers. Yeah. Cool cars. Yeah. Definitely. And breakfast at Tiffany and Audrey Hepburn and, and Right, uh, right. Audrey, she's era. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I love doo-wop music too. I, yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, it's I just... I just have it, felt like people after the war, uh -huh. they just, um, they went through so much that that yeah. was a time where everybody wanted to have fun and enjoy and it's just right. uh, rock yeah. and roll elvis presley i don't know it's the I beginning just, of rock and roll yeah rock yeah. and roll i'm all sugar <laughs> that's uh the worst <laughs> elvis impression ever so anyway next question what is a book that had impacted your life or that you would recommend to others as well um it's a book that i read way too young to understand the full meaning of it mm -hmm. so i had to reread uh, the whole thing, uh, you know, later on, but I'm the, that book would, uh, it, it's called the power of your subconscious mind by uh, Dr. Uh, Joseph Murphy. Mm. So I was 18. Uh, I was very young and it's my mom. She gave me that book and, um, 
I picked what I needed to pick to to pursue my uh, you know my dreams and everything and there's a lot of um, tools in in, the, in in that book you know to, to help you to to move past your fears and everything and get what you want in life um, but it's complicated and it needs to be read uh, several times I think but I would advise everybody to read it the name of the book again uh, the power of your subconscious mind by Joseph Murphy amazing thank you mm-hmm. if you could sit on a bench and have a deep discussion with anyone that's alive or deceased, who would it be and why? Uh, Jesus. That's a Jesus. great answer. <laughs> I would ask him all my <laughs> existential questions. <laughs> Am I going to heaven? Am I going to uh, heaven or hell? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, and why, why Jesus? Well, because it's... Um, it's the fundamental questions of why we are here and hmm. and uh, I think uh, religion you know I, I was brought up Roman Catholic um, I went to Catholic schools and um, so I, I you know like I have a very interesting um, relationship with religion I'm very tolerant to anyone's beliefs today because you know I mean everyone is entitled to believe whatever they want as long as that makes them happy but um, there's a lot of things I question in religion too, you know, having gone through it, sure. you know, as a child, and um, and uh, yeah, I would love, you know, to 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 have met Jesus and to ask him straight away, you know, the questions that I asked myself for many many years. Definitely, no, that's a great yeah. answer. What is one of the most important lessons you learned in a relationship? Um, I, I think to learn to fall in love with myself first. I, I, I think um, you cannot give love or even receive it unless you have found it within first. And uh, it all comes down to what I was um, talking about, about that inner child. Um, learn how to nurture your inner child and then you'll be able to accept someone else's in your life in a healthy way you know we a lot of relationships um go wrong and don't take me wrong i'm not a dating coach and <laughs> i'm still navigating the whole dating you know um the whole dating scene but um i i i just uh, i feel that a lot of the relationship go wrong because people are putting way too much pressure on the other person yeah. to give them what they should be giving themselves mm, first. Amazing. So, yeah. Thank you. That's amazing. What is a powerful piece of knowledge or advice someone gave you that shifted your perception on life? Um, I guess my ballet teacher told me once, always finish what you start even if you're not sure about the outcome. Mm. Because um, if you fail, it would be a lesson. And if you succeed, it just strengthen, you know, you, you, your own kind of self-confidence for the next step. So right. no matter like, what, you'll yeah. win. It's like easy to start something, mm-hmm. but 
than to see it through to the end point. Yeah. It's like whether it's a book or make a movie <coughs> or a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Uh, what is your definition of success and what did it take for you to arrive at that definition? Um, my, my definition of uh, success has shifted throughout the years, uh, drastically, um, for a very long time. I think I attached success to result, result of what I thought would make me happy or make me, made, make me validated to the world mm. stages, yeah. you know, fame, maybe fame stages being an A-lister actress, whatever, was, you know, the top of whatever I would just, you know, do. But um, but then I just, uh, I just had to rethink about that because I'm look, I have a lot of people who did succeed and get all that and they're still not happy. And... Um, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so success... It's different for, for everybody, first of all. So I had to ask myself many times, what is success for me? Not for hmm. the entire world or whatever. What makes me a successful person? What makes me proud of myself, makes me love myself even more? And, um, and yes, so I don't know, did that no, answer your amazing. question? Yeah, um, in so many ways. Yeah, okay. Do you have a daily mantra or a philosophy on life? Yeah. Don't do unto others what you don't want people to do unto you. Classic one. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the Bible, I believe. Uh, Confucius, I think, said that also. Was it? Oh, <laughs> Confucius. okay. I, I think stand corrected. Different, but I don't know exactly who said it. So, but it's something but it's tr It sounds true to me and, and yeah. very realistic Absolutely. and rational and... If only people would just, um, you know, go by that more often. Yeah, I think would, uh, there wouldn't we'd be all get along a lot better and be <laughs> singing so. Kumbaya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kumbaya. What? Okay, this one, this one's kind of out there. So, yeah. but I want to, I want to get people's perspective on this. So, yeah. why do you think we are here as a human species? <laughs> it's a crazy <laughs> question. Well, that's a question for Jesus, right? I don't that's know. That's a great question. I should go for back Jesus. on that bench and <laughs> I don't know. Or for the the aliens when they come. Um, yeah. Um, what, what's kind of the first thing that comes to your mind, like human presence on Earth? We were we were a, a planet dominated by giant reptiles. People came, and here we are. I mean, what's like what's that significance? Mean you know, to you? I love sci-fi, so yeah. let's go crazy here. What about if we were not just human, but half alien and half human? So back in the day, um, around the Egyptian, uh, you know, old civilization, uh, civilization, Egyptian civilization, you know, um, maybe they were gods. We called them gods, but they were aliens. And they put us down on Earth, and uh, and then uh, or they meddled with our DNA to make us less animal, and uh, and uh, and then they flew back to their planet, and that planet just exploded. I don't know, they disappeared, and then now we just are being left 
on, the, uh, on this on this beautiful, on this beautiful um, planet that we're destroying slowly. Habitat, <laughs> I don't know. This, this beautiful oasis of a, of a planet. So it's um, a what if. <laughs> of course, I'm not saying it's what's going on. Well, I mean, hey, I, I asked the question. I got an answer. So uh, <laughs> here's a, the next one is mm-hmm. if reincarnation is, is a real thing. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying that it is, but if it is, what animal would you want to be in your next life? You got to choose. Hmm. I think a bird. What kind of bird? Oh my god! Seriously. <laughs> well, a bird. There's so many. I just want to. I want to fly. You just want to fly. fly? Well, I don't want to be a. Uh, what are those <laughs> tiny little ones? Um, a hummingbird. I don't want to be a hummingbird for sure because I don't want. I want to live longer. Than you want to be an eagle? I'm not a prey. I'm not a bird of prey. I don't think so. A column, a column? No, that's the French word. Um, what okay. is that white, <laughs> white bird of peace? What is it called? A dove. A dove. A dove. You want to be a dove? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, what is one quote that has resonated profoundly with you? Uh, hmm. There's several, but one, the the most. Uh, the one that most resonated with me is be the change that you want. I think it, it goes. Um, be the change you want to see in the world. Right, Gandhi. But yeah, Gandhi. I think it's Gandhi, but mm-hmm. some people said it's not. So I don't. Yet again, it's been attributed to Gandhi, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I love that quote too. Because mm-hmm. um, be the change. It's you want so to universal see in the world. and it, and it's powerful and it makes you think. Well, do you know what? There's three things that it does. It first, it stops you to judging others, mm. stops us from judging others. It replaces uh, complaining about others with reflection on self, I think. And the third, I think the third thing, it's, uh, it steers us into taking action within uh, uh, the only thing in the world over which we have control over, which is ourselves mm. so well said it's uh i think important yes no i absolutely i love that i think that's yeah. that quote's gonna stand the test of time and hopefully mm. make a better world <laughs> uh so uh number 14 what is one of the most powerful investments you have made with no money <laughs> Giving up on my comfort zone, <laughs> I guess. Investing in your Investing uncomfort zone. Investing in my uncomfort zone, yeah. Investing in getting uncomfortable consistently. Right. That. Which, 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 is, the, which is the nebula of your personal growth. Yes. I mean, like, the birth of your personal growth. Right. Um, love it. Look, yeah, can't think of anything more powerful than that. If there was one word that comes to mind that sets your soul on fire, what word would that be? (laughs) One word. One shot. One opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. Okay, this isn't the Eminem song. (laughs) (laughs) Um... What's the first word that comes to your mind? Set your soul on fire. What it has to it? be one word or it could be two. It has to be one word. Is it fly? 
fly, yeah. Really? How do you know? I just felt it. <laughs> Read you like a book. No, uh, Are no, you that's because uh, you said a bird. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's fly. the animal you wanted to be. See, this is like, yeah, my therapy session here. Oh, jump, <laughs> jump, fly. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Um, if you had the chance to meet younger Melissa as a child and share a piece of wisdom of what you now learn to be true in life, mm -hmm. what wisdom would you give to your younger self? Uh, it's, come, it's going back to what we talked about earlier. I would tell her that I have her back, that right now she's not alone anymore, that she might not understand what's happening to her right now and that she maybe is in pain or confused, but things will make sense later on and that she has to trust the process and that I'm going to be with her every step of the way. It's beautiful. Um, yes. And give her love and nurturing and everything that every child should have, you know, no question asked. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Can you explain now that you have come this far, what does the next labyrinth or journey uh, in your life look like? <laughs> next labyrinth or journey? Um, hmm. Um, how does it look like? I think it looks like a tree. Are you a dove in a tree? <laughs> don't you like that image? <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering where you're going with that. So a tree? I have no idea. Are you going and that's exactly the, the labyrinth. tree of life? I'm, I don't know where I'm going, but mm -hmm. I'm going. But you're growing. I'm growing like a tree and like I'm going. And you know what? I have to trust the recycling of life. You know, nothing is forever. Wow. And, um, but nothing is lost. Wow. So... You do what you can, you know, uh, with what you have. You do your best, and that's all you can do. And um, and everything else is in the hands of, I don't know, the universe, the which, whatever you want to call the it. Higher intelligence. Um, yeah. Beautiful answer. Beautiful answer. To our audience and the people listening, how can they get involved or support your projects or your cause or uh, the things that you're doing today? Well, um, well, definitely uh, f subscribe on my channel, you know, like my YouTube channel, Melissa Ritchie Official, uh, for the simple reasons that uh, it's gonna be me unfiltered. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I just, um, I think I'm just doing it also to help and inspire other people and um, it, inspires me back and helps me um, inviting other people who have a great story to tell I love underdog story people who started from nothing struggled who were not supposed to succeed or be happy in life and they just find their path somehow and uh, made it happen and I want to share that with the world I want to share to uh, I, I want to share with the world that um, whatever you do or you decide to do, there's always 
a path and uh, it doesn't matter where it leads but just you know just take the path and because uh, it might just lead exactly where you want later on in life you might not know right now where it's going to go but later on it will make sense and uh, and I think that's what when I was interviewing all these people you know I just find that a lot of them they they came from a lot of them came from pain or confusion or or not knowing their identity or coming from a poor background and trying to figure out who they were and how much they could become somebody. And uh, in the end, uh, the lesson I learned from some was that um, I, I had a, a guest on my uh, one of my show and he said to me, you can have all the money in the world, you could be in the paradise, in the sun, on the beach, living the life, but there's nothing worse than being unhappy in the in paradise mm, wow and uh it Powerful. said this is um this is suicide and death and so sometimes you just have to you know whatever you think is happiness or is not necessarily the necessarily the path you know you have to really constantly do recheck and reflect to make sure that you are where you want to be and uh, happy, you know? See how you feel. Ask yourself, hey, how, today, how do I feel? Do I feel good? Do I feel bad? And um, yeah. that's very important, yeah. Powerful. Yeah. When you think of a great leader, mm -hmm. who is the first person that comes to your mind? <sighs> oh my gosh, there's a, there are a lot of them. Um, there are. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go with the biggest you know like the peacemaker of the world the one that inspired millions and millions and millions of people uh gandhi and nelson mandela i think those two were significant you know in um, reuniting humanity and people and giving uh, hope um teaching the world big big lessons um big lessons of humanity and uh, how we can, when we come together, we're stronger. Um, there's been a lot of division the past year, you know, in America particularly, and uh, and sometimes I wish there was one person like Nelson Mandela or Gen Gandhi, you know, who would just jump in and, you know, stop all this craziness, you know. There, there's no need for divide, you know. We all, we all can have an opinion and agree to disagree and we don't have to hate each other and i wish people could um, reflect on that yeah i think it's uh a, something that needs to be echoed and shared on a on a broad scale mm. absolutely because yeah. it's a very powerful message um it's the hardest question of them all <laughs> what is your definition of a leader's labyrinth Oh, we should have started with that one. <laughs> okay. Um, the definition of a leader's labyrinth. You see, I can't even pronounce it. You did a great job. I did a good job. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally deflecting. <laughs> um, pave your own path and don't follow anyone's already made path, I guess. So there's not one labyrinth. 
I think uh, everyone has their own labyrinth and um, and you are in charge of it mm. of your own steps of your own decisions every second of the way absolutely that's a leader's labyrinth I think owning your path owning your choices yes making your choices being also liable and responsible and taking account being accountable yeah. to what you doing and reflect and uh, and it's okay I mean somebody said I mean he's gonna laugh right now because he knows who he is that Uh-oh. <laughs> when you make a decision to turn left keep on turning left and keep on turning left and eventually you'll figure it out I like that it's awesome I don't know no it's powerful <laughs> so this is a segment called messages to mankind so this is the part of the show where I ask our guest a hypothetical question and it goes like this. If the whole world had stopped only to listen to one message from you and you are reaching every single human being on the planet, no matter where they are in the world, they can all understand you and you got to carry forward one message to all of humanity to help make an impact. What would be your message to mankind? Whoa. Now I feel like Jesus. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Um, okay. Um, I'd say, well, look, um, I'd say to humanity to stop, take a breath and start again. And, um, and not to be afraid of making mistakes. We are going to make mistakes. We're going to keep on making them. And, um, actually, you know what I would tell to people look to make mistakes. Don't be afraid of them, but actually be okay to make the mistakes um, because every day is a new beginning and um, every day is a new beginning. You always have a chance to change and change the path and figure it out. And it's part of the process. We are so hard on ourselves when things go wrong and we are very judgmental as humanity, pointing the fingers at each other. Uh, and um, But you know what? What makes us human are us being unperfect. So learn how to, to love yourself and that means love your imperfections. They're part of you and they're beautiful. And I'm talking here external but internal too. And, um, and find everything from within. Stop looking for answers outside. Everything I think that we are seeking is within. It's actually inside us. And, uh, and if we were stopping trying to figure out or you know, the answer from the outside, we would just probably more, get more centered and would make better decisions and have more clarity as individuals, therefore as a collective. Um, open your heart to life to people 
not be afraid of loving because guess what with COVID for instance I know I keep on talking about COVID but people died and how many wish they could have say to, said to their loved one that they loved them and they couldn't actually be around during their last breath and some of the people um, they're going to regret that you know um, for the, the rest of their lives so just don't be afraid to tell how you feel about people and I'm going to give myself that advice by the way because <laughs> um, I think I'm talking more to myself here but I think I'm sharing that with everyone you know um, I know it's hard sometimes to express how we feel because we're afraid of getting hurt and being rejected but you know the worst thing that we can do as humanity is reject ourselves by not even trying that's a rejection already so yeah just be brave enough to to open your heart to life to love <sighs> and um yeah, like have compassion for everyone else. Empathy. We don't know what other peoples are going through. And yeah, sometimes, you know, someone says something and we get mad or we judge. But if you could spend a minute in that person's life, how would you react? And that's uh, something you have to ask yourself always the question. You know, just understand where people are coming from or try to anyway. Um, we all feel pain, sadness, and uh, we bleed the same color. So more tolerance to what's different, you know. Um, and just be mindful of people around, you know. Um, but mostly, I think, live a life with a purpose, I think, a passion. So every day feels like a happy one. So if it ends, it's okay. Oh my gosh, that was so deep. I'm like, I just want to cry right now. Um, that's like... Uh, that was really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. <clears throat> well, yeah. So you've, um, you've emerged from your, your journey as a very um, vibrant and... Um, compassionate and passionate and loving human being and I think that for a lot of people who've been through those kinds of challenges probably haven't been able to muster that type of those types of qualities so I just want to honor you for stepping up here and sharing yourself with with me in this in this podcast and letting us in and having so much to share with us that's gonna make a big impact on our lives and help us become the leaders and help us become the versions of ourselves that we're working so hard to become and for you to be so courageous and brave and be so vulnerable um, says a lot about how strong your heart is and how strong your mind is and you have a very beautiful, beautiful mind and I'm so grateful that I can share this moment with you and that we are such great friends and congratulations on all of the wonderful things that you've done you. and you have such a much longer way to go and such a much bigger impact to make and I know you're going to do it 
and I'll be right here to support you. Well, thank you so much for for inviting me. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt very special being the first guest. Um, and right back at you, I mean, I think the show is going to do amazing. I think uh, I love your passion um, for what you're doing. I know it took some time for you to start the whole thing because you wanted to do it right, you know. And uh, and right now is the perfect timing. And um, I can't wait to see how everything's going to grow. And uh, you're helping a lot of people through this because uh, we need more show that inspire people. Um, and um, yeah, and that, I think that's what you're doing uh, by bringing people who are sharing their stories and making themselves vulnerable. And um, we always see the result. We always see, oh, we, we see a person and we're like, well, they're leaders or they succeeded or they seem happy or they look a certain way. But when you really dive deeply into their lives, you realize that, you know, where they are right now is a result of a lot of uh, heartaches, uh, ups and downs and uh, trials. And um, sharing that with people is bringing things a lot more into perspective, I think. And it's gonna help people also to give them the boost they need right now because you know, with everybody who's struggling, lost their businesses, I mean, it's been a tremendous, horrible year last year and uh, People are so a lot of people are in dark places, and um, you know what? It's okay. Yeah, we're all th going through it together, and uh, and there's a way out. There is a way out. No question about it. I feel like we we can keep this show going for another three hours. Um, yeah. But I I just want to say thank you for being the first one to step into the labyrinth and and. Uh, and helping carry forward that message of strength, resilience, and passion and love to the world when, in a world that really does need that right now. And uh, so thank you for being that vessel of light and love. And uh, thank you for, uh, for doing this. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us in the labyrinth today with our leader, Melissa Ricci. To support Melissa, please tune into the Global Impact Podcast and make sure you tune into her YouTube channel, Melissa Ricci Official, to stay up to date on all the amazing things Melissa is bringing to the world. Please click the subscribe button for Leaders Labyrinth as we are just launching this show and share it with someone that you want to inspire. If you want to help make a greater impact, please share today's episode on your Instagram story with a screenshot and tag at Leaders Labyrinth. As we all navigate the labyrinths in our own lives, May you always have the courage to take the next step and believe in yourself, even though you cannot see the entire staircase. For you have the power to create the life you want. Until we meet again in the labyrinth, my name is Michael Grant. Thank you for spending your time with us today. And remember to ignite your light.